If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Great to have you here. We have an unbelievable program lined up for you today. Our guest co-host is uh, one of the most knowledgeable people on the industry here locally, and uh, we're excited to talk about it. But first, a couple of thoughts uh, from headlines this week. First up on future healthcare, we've been spending a lot of time discussing those issues, and I found this story on Twitter, Nebraska Medicine decreasing costs by trialing Google Glass and video conferencing with telehealth carts. Very interesting stuff with regards to telemedicine, how many people are going to be be treated at home. Our guest two weeks ago talked about the emergence of home health care. It's already been a big thing, but it's going to get much bigger as uh, the incentives under the Affordable Care Act force people and hospitals and providers to come up with different ways to uh, take care of their patients. And one of those ways is uh, an accountable care organization, a concept we visited about here on the program and the importance of getting physicians organized and involved in the process. And uh, we kind of have the man here this week on the program, Lee Hankey, the CEO of the Nebraska Health Network. He'll tell you a little bit about what that is, but um, uh, we're going to have a great talk about uh, healthcare consumerism this week. We're going to uh, talk about their priorities. We're going to talk about some of the future of healthcare again and, tel- and technology and so on and so forth. So, Lee, thanks so much for coming down here. Uh, to America's Healthcare Challenge. We're glad to have you here. How you doing this morning? Doing great, Sean. Really happy to be here today and, and just want to thank you over the last few years as healthcare has been uh, su- such a changing environment. You've really been a voice of reason to, to demystify healthcare, but also the Affordable Care Act. So well, thank you for that. Like, let's not get into a bouquet yeah. to- tossing contest here this morning, but I appreciate you do, you being down here as well and um, sharing your expertise. You've been uh, really involved um, at, at several different levels, um, being yeah. a pharmacist, for example, and then your other experience. Why don't you talk to the listeners a little bit about that and um, talk about what you're seeing in the industry right now? Uh, yeah, thanks. I've, I kind of had a winding route to healthcare. Started in uh, architecture school and, and uh, graduated with biology degree, and, and found out that qualified me to wait tables. So yeah. I went back to school. Uh, did go to pharmacy school here at the university and then did a residency in, at Walgreens in Chicago to kind of learn the business end of pharmaceuticals. And my role evolved uh, from there. I was at Blue Cross, as you know, for 13 years and uh, led our provider networks and really oversaw a lot of the changes that happened with the ACA. And then recently went to the Nebraska Health Network um, as of March of this year. So, Wow. So like, let's talk a little bit about this Nebraska Health Network. I know that it kind of started earlier out of um, the ACA, the other ACA, right, the Accountable Care Alliance, which would have been Nebraska UNMC and Nebraska Medicine, and then 
Methodist organizing together, but it's really evolved in the past uh, couple of years, hasn't it? It has. It started in 2010, as you said, as the Accountable Care Alliance and, and the ACA, I think, was confusing with the Affordable Care Act. So recently the name was changed to the Nebraska Health Network, and I think it's a great name. It really fits uh, who we are. We're a local organization. Uh, we're governed locally. I report to a local board of directors of physicians, so it's physician-led. Uh, and um, it's really a unique partnership. As you said, it's a partnership between Methodist Health System and Nebraska Medicine and their affiliated, affiliated physicians. And also we embrace the independent physician in, in the Nebraska Health Network. So there's 1,300 physicians, over 300 primary care. And as you know, that's, important. You know, that's where the future is going with patient-centered medical homes and, and disease management and population health management. Having that strong primary care base is essential. So I'm really excited to be part of it and uh, really look forward to what we can bring to the market. Sure. You talked about physician-led, and that's nationwide. I know a lot of people talk about the importance of getting physicians more involved in, in the process, uh, in the business side of things. And so... Um, how has that uh, changed? Because usually there's always, uh, seems like the executives are running and everything. How important is it going to be for patients to have physicians um, at the leadership role? Well, I, I think it really goes back to the trust an individual has with their physician. Um, I saw that growing up. My dad was a family practice doc in a, in a small community community in northeast Nebraska, Pierce, mm. and served uh, a lot of the communities there. And And so I remember him still carrying the black bag and going out to individuals houses or people would knock on our door and and come in to to see him directly in our home and so when you talk about the patient-centered medical home it it really brings back memories uh, to me of of when I was a kid and individuals in that community had a relationship with him they trusted him they knew him they they called him by name and and so we're trying to really return to that to where we have uh, that direct relationship between physicians whether they're in a metro area like we have here in Omaha or or they're in uh, a smaller community where uh, that, that physician is the quarterback and, and the advisor for that person's care. You mentioned a patient-centered medical home. I know that's an industry buzzword, but for some of the folks that uh, might be driving around today listening, can you help the audience understand uh, exactly what that might be? And I know Nebraska's got one over there in Midtown. They've been doing that. It was resident-led for a long time, and then it's gotten some accolades nationwide. But um, what exactly is a patient-centered medical home? Yeah, a, a patient-centered medical home is um, a location that you go that coordinates all the care on behalf of you as an individual. They also have openings in the day if you need to, to get in quickly to see a physician. It's not where you have to call and, and wait for a long time. A lot of them have moved to after-hours care because one of the big issues with uh, health care today is a, is a lot of people are using the emergency room as a, as a primary place of care, and so the access is improved. They also use data to um, look at all healthcare data to say, how can we better coordinate care for individuals? Are there gaps in care? If someone has a chronic disease like diabetes or asthma, that there is the information to help them better coordinate that care. And also work with uh, something you mentioned earlier, was home care. So how do we transition someone out of the hospital uh, whether they need to go to a skilled nursing facility or back to home, it's really then helping coordinate to make sure they're back, seen in the office, so they don't end up back in the hospital, which drives up costs and, and reduces quality. Interesting. We're talking with Lee Hankey, CEO of the Nebraska Health Network here on America's Healthcare Challenge, 402-342-1290. If at any point you'd like to join the conversation, ask any questions about uh uh, our expert uh, here this week. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about, um, we've talked about the patient-centered medical home, yeah. and now we've got this accountable care organization concept. Um, can you help people understand that? I've 
talked about it a little bit, but you can probably explain it much better than I can. Yeah, you know, maybe we should take just a step back and talk about uh, within the Affordable Care Act, really the role of the consumer now and how that how that has led to uh, ACOs and, and change in the way care is delivered. So one of the big changes uh, with the ACA is that consumers are much more involved in the purchasing decision today of healthcare. And so a lot of times in the past, whether someone was uninsured or they were insured through an employer group, that decision was often made for them. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't see the true difference in cost between insurers. They didn't know the difference in benefits and what the products uh, looked like. And so with anything, whether it's you know you paying for your own car when you turn 16 or you paying for your own college education, or in this case, paying for your own health care, you tend to, as a consumer, be more more engaged and more involved in that. And so people start to ask questions about what is the difference in price? What is the difference in quality? What are alternatives maybe from one option to another? What have others experienced? You know, like we see on Amazon, you see, you know, the star ratings and you get the experience of others. Um, Talk about outcomes, efficiency, kind of all those forces that are in place today in other industries now are finally coming uh, to bear, and I think it's a really good thing in healthcare as well. Yeah, I think that's one of the good things the administration did do is publish that Medicare payment data so people could see the the, the great transparencies, uh, even within one's own community, uh, for certain procedures. For example, an MRI might cost almost two times as much just across town, and um, healthcare as one as a retail uh, thing, we're seeing the retailization of it, I believe, but many people just don't shop around or pay attention. They don't really read those things that are called, this is not a bill, for example. That's what I, that's what I always uh, scratch my head about, and they don't really understand how much it costs, and uh, price transparency and consumerism is going to be unbelievably huge in the future. So how are you uh, you guys positioning yourselves to be uh, be uh, at the top of that as, as people start to educate themselves more? Well, it's one of the pro- priorities that we have, Sean. I think you're seeing a lot of things happen in the market today. You're seeing uh, retail clinics open up in some of the pharmacies. You're seeing new entrants come to town. You're seeing virtual care. So much like uh, you, know, you and I could have a conversation on a smartphone, uh, you see companies uh, doing that as well to really meet the needs and, and demands that uh, consumers have. So at the NHN, we're really taking that seriously and we're saying, what are the preferences of consumers and what is going to be different in the future um, than uh, you know, a traditional relationship where someone would come into the clinic, uh, it's a brick and mortar you know, environment, and you know, some would describe that experience when they get to the clinic as not as friendly as they would like it. And so we're saying, what are the needs of, of customers today and what are the avenues that we need to pursue to better uh, connect with those customers. And really, at the end of the day, it's about building trusting relationships with them. Totally. It's all about trust, in particular, with healthcare. Many people need to, um, you know, be aware of what's going on and, uh, you know, understand uh, all of the things. <laughs> healthcare pricing is really uh, confusing, and uh, having it published and having Silicon Valley and other people down there, uh, you know, diagnose it, helping others uh, in the industry uh, treat issues better. Um, all of these things are, are going to be uh, much more important in the future. And so when we come back, we're going to have more with Lee Hankey, CEO of the Nebraska Health Network here on America's Healthcare Challenge. We're going to talk about their priorities. They've got uh, five really strong priorities to uh, help get their name out there and help you be aware of them. When we come back here on America's Healthcare Challenge.